Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. If you ever looked at the night sky in the Northern Hemisphere, you've probably noticed a bright star that the rest of the heavens appears to move around. What you're seeing is Polaris, also known as the North Star, which is approximately 430 light years away from Earth and is part of the constellation Ursa Minor. The North Star is thus named because its location in the night sky is almost directly over the North Pole. We spoke via email with Rick Feinberg, a Harvard-trained astronomer who is now press officer of the American Astronomical Society. He said, So, if you were to stand at the North Pole, latitude 90 degrees north, at night and look straight up, you'd see Polaris directly overhead. From other latitudes in the Northern Hemisphere, if you face due north at night and look the same angle above the horizon as your latitude, for example, look about halfway up, that's 45 degrees if you live in Portland, Oregon, at latitude 45 degrees north, you'll see Polaris shining there. Polaris is attention-getting because, unlike all the other stars in the sky, Polaris is in the same location every night from dusk till dawn, neither rising nor setting. Its presence leads some people to think of it mistakenly as the brightest star in the sky. It's actually the 48th brightest. Even so, it's about 2,500 times as luminous as our sun because it's a massive supergiant with a diameter nearly 40 times larger than the sun and five times the mass. But Polaris also happens to be far away for a star that's visible with the naked eye, which reduces its brightness in our night sky. So who first noticed the North Star? That's a complicated question. Ancient Egyptian astronomers in the Old Kingdom, between 4100 and 4700 years ago, had a North Star, which they symbolically represented with a female hippopotamus, according to Julia Majli's book, Architecture, Astronomy, and Sacred Landscape in Ancient Egypt. But this star was not Polaris. That's because what humans perceive as the North Star has changed over time. We also spoke via email with Christopher Palma, a former teaching professor in astronomy who's currently associate dean of the Eberly College of Science at Penn State University. He said, If you picture a line connecting Earth's north and south poles as the axis around which Earth rotates, that axis is slowly moving in its own circle— Often, this is compared to what happens when a top or a spinning coin starts to wobble before falling over on their side. He explained that because of this wobble, the imaginary line that goes from the North Pole to the South Pole traces out a circle once every 26,000 years. So, Palma continued, over very long time periods, more than a few thousand years, the North Pole moves with respect to the stars. So thousands of years ago, people on Earth saw the star Thuban in the constellation Draco appear due north instead of Polaris. Polaris seems to have been first charted by the astronomer Claudius Ptolemy, who lived from about 165 to 85 BCE. The star's location close to the celestial North Pole eventually became useful to navigators. Feinberg said, At night in the Northern Hemisphere, if you can see Polaris, you can always tell which way is north, and by extension, which ways are south, east, and west. It's true now, it's been true for hundreds of years, including during the Age of Exploration in the 15th through the 17th centuries, and it'll be true for hundreds more years. You can also tell your latitude, since the angle from the horizon to Polaris is the same as your latitude, to within a degree anyway. Once you travel south of the equator, though, Polaris drops below the horizon, so it's no longer useful as a navigation aid. 
Additionally, a navigator using Polaris has to take into account that the star isn't precisely over the North Pole, but instead has an offset of 39 arc minutes. That corresponds to an error of about 45 miles, or 72 kilometers. One of the other things that's intriguing about Polaris is that it pulsates. Palma explained, This star pulsates because it's in a state that's unstable. It will swell up, and when it does, an outer layer of the star becomes transparent, which then makes the star cool off. As a result of it cooling off, it will shrink until it becomes opaque again, which causes it to heat up and swell again. It will do this over and over, pulsating in and out, which causes its brightness to fluctuate. But Polaris won't be the North Star forever. Feinberg said, if you look at the 14,000 CE point, you'll see a star that's much, much brighter than Polaris, but farther from the circle. That's Vega, which our descendants some 12,000 years from now, if humans are still around, will consider their North Star. And as Feinberg explains, quote, It's just a coincidence that at this point in Earth's history, the north-facing end of the axis happens to point almost directly at a bright, naked-eye star. The same is not currently true for the south-facing end of the axis. In other words, there is no south star. Today's episode was written by Patrick J. Kiger and produced by Tyler Klang. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more on this and lots of other topics to help navigate the world around you, visit our home planet, HowStuffWorks.com. And for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hold up. 